My Texas Table presents the Healthy Brain Podcast. This is the show for people who want to improve their brain stability, clarity, and longevity. Here's your host, certified health coach, Carrie Wainwright-Miller. Hey, my friends. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Healthy Brain Podcast, a place to connect for real talk about brain health because your brain matters. Today, we're visiting a place like no other. It is the only day program here in Houston, Texas, exclusively for adults with mild to moderate forms of dementia. It's a faith-based, state-licensed, nonprofit organization governed by a coalition of 15 churches throughout the city. I'm talking about the one and only amazing place. And I have the privilege of introducing to y'all a very special person who has such a passion for supporting adults with dementia and their families because of her own grandmother who suffered for many years with Alzheimer's disease while watching her grandfather endure tremendous stress as the primary caregiver and eventually suffering a heart attack. She's been the executive director of Amazing Place for the past 14 years. Welcome to the Healthy Brain Podcast, Tracy. Thank you, Carrie. It's great to be here. So glad to have you. We're just thrilled you're here, excited for you to share with our audience your thoughts and the creative vision behind Amazing Place. You know, it's such an incredible place of refuge for not only the dementia participant, but the caregiver as well. Such a symbol of hope. And so, Tracy, right off the bat, I'd like to ask you, who founded the Amazing Place and what's the story behind the why? Reverend Dean Robinson founded Amazing Place. It was first known as the Seniors Place, and he founded it at St. Luke's United Methodist Church now 24 years ago. And the why, he was the pastor to senior adults, and he saw an increasing number of seniors in their congregation facing the beginning stages of dementia and having nowhere to turn. People suffering in the later stages were going into residential facilities and had other options, but those in the early stages really didn't know what to do, so they tended to isolate and pull back. And so he felt it was important to focus on the mild to moderate stages, and we have remained true to that to this day. Mm, That's so great. So I understand that y'all provide the best in health, family, and culinary services in addition to an evidence-based curriculum that is so meticulously planned here. Tracy, can you share with us a little bit about the day program, if you would please? Absolutely. So we started with our day program 24 years ago, and there's several hallmarks. I do believe that our participant programming which offers 30 to 40 different programs a day, is exceptional. We have a very strong team of 10 delivering programs to the average of 60-plus participants here every day. And the focus changes as the day goes on, but we tend to gravitate from more active programs like exercise and Tai Chi and Pilates to cognitive programs. Mm -hmm. Um, We have a special program in the morning called Mind Matters for those at the highest cognitive level where they are brought into a room and really challenged. They love that cognitive challenge. Many creative arts. We have several art classes every week. Love that. Um, (laughs) We find that people experiencing dementia will often try things they never have. You know, there are all these hidden blessings 
in the journey of dementia if you look for them. And one of those is some of the fear someone may have about trying art will dissipate and they will go into the studio and take a painting class and not want to leave because they love it. People talk about memory and oh, they can't possibly do this because they can't remember. That is not true. We love for them to experiment and try new things. We actually have a collaboration with the Rienzi Museum, and we will take participants over there to tour the art collection, and the docents will do an art class with them, and they will actually produce a wonderful piece of art while they're there. That's fascinating. Yeah, it's just being creative. And our program director came from a background at the YMCA rather than a background in dementia care. Mm -hmm. And so he approaches things as if you are working with population that's not cognitively impaired. And then we make adjustments for the cognitive impairment. So it's a very rich, the music memory is deeply embedded. Yes, Someone is. may not be able to sing the song, but they may remember the melody. Mm-hmm. In our Bible study, we do that daily, and they often sing hymns and hymns from childhood will come back very easily to this group. So, oh, I love that. Yeah. It's deeply embedded. It really is. My mom in her home, she's the same way. It's, she, yeah. she, yeah, she hears the hymns or any music yeah. for that matter, you know, 50s and 60s. She's exactly. just, she knows those words still, you know, even after 15 years yeah. of dementia. So it's amazing. So Tracy, now not everybody has a place like Amazing Place in their backyard. So can you please speak to the listener who is perhaps caring for a loved one with dementia? and give them a few suggestions on what they can maybe implement in their own home, in their own lives to alleviate some of the stresses of the disease. I would say the most important thing to implement is structure, daily Mm -hmm. structure. So come up with what works for your family, your loved ones, and then stick to it because people with dementia respond to a daily schedule and they will do far better if you have that structure in their lives chaos and disorder are not friendly to the dementia patient. So having structure and, you know, I would say to the caregiver, be sure to care for yourself Mm -hmm. first. You Mm -hmm. have to take care of yourself so you can care for your loved ones. But I do believe there will be an explosion of programming and classes and things coming in the next few years to help those in more rural environments or that, you know, those who don't have access to places like Amazing Place. Yeah. So you were talking about the caregivers. What can they do? Where can they find retreat? They don't have an amazing place. Yes. I mean, exercise is a great release for everyone, but Mm -hmm. the statistics about caregivers are just They're very frightening, and so it's important for caregivers to pay attention to their health. My grandfather went through it, and he was caring for my grandmother, and he felt he could handle it, and he ended up having a heart attack because he didn't take care of himself. And so stress release is very important. Exercise is very important, and not isolating for both the caregiver and the dementia patient. You have to have, God designed us to have human connection. And that is very, very important. So try to get together with others. If you're involved in a church, go to church. Try to find others going through the same journey. 
Yeah, those are also great examples of giving to the caregivers. They have a, it's hard for them. Um, so now I understand that you'll have a connections program that launched this year. Is that yes, correct? That okay. Is correct. So please tell us about it and why it's so beneficial to plug into programs like y'all have implemented here. What we learned is that not everyone can access our day program, but we have an expertise we've developed over all these years that we wanted to share on a wider basis. Mm -hmm. So over the past 10 years, we have brought 10 to 11 different initiatives into our organization. We decided it was time to bundle them up and share them on a wider basis. Mm -hmm. So we offer three evidence-based caregiver education classes. And they are superb. You know, the savvy caregiver class is designed specifically for dementia caregivers. So provides a lot of valuable information. And we teach those classes all over Houston, in churches and in senior centers here at Amazing Place. Mm -hmm. So our Connections program takes things like our classes, like our memory training class for those without cognitive impairment, our Faith Care Connection Project takes those out into the community, broadens our reach Mm -hmm. beyond the four walls of Amazing Place, and allows us to help a lot more people. Mm, That is great. Love to hear that. So also, do you have to have, I'm just curious, do you have to have a loved one participating in Amazing Place where you can even plug into the services? Absolutely not. So we say people enter Amazing Place through different doors. They may come to the day program first, or they may never come to the day program, and they just are looking for caregiver education opportunities. So We are open. We get a lot of calls, people just seeking help of a variety of different ways, and we try to direct them in the best way. That's awesome. So now I'm sure my listeners are wanting to ask, what does a daycare program cost like this? So right now, our daily rate equates to about $106 per person per day. It costs us far more than that to Mm -hmm. deliver those services, but we, as a nonprofit, raise funds from the community to help keep our rates low. So if you think about someone having a caregiver in the home, and, you know, the going rate for that is $20 an hour. So mm-hmm. if they have someone in the home for five hours, they're at that same level, but they don't have the connections, the friends, the wonderful meal all the stimulation, both physical and cognitive, that they would receive. So we still feel like we're offering a, um outstanding product at a reasonable price. Yeah, you do. So Medicaid or Medicare pay? Nope. Nope. Okay, just um, curious. Are there any other ways to pay for the program? Yes. Actually, we have a scholarship program. Mm-hmm. So I think last year we gave away about 130000 in scholarships mm-hmm. to folks who would not be able to pay for it. We also have a long-standing relationship with VA, the Veterans Administration, and they send many people here and cover their costs. Long-term care insurance, if you have the adult daycare clause, can cover it. So we are always looking at new ways to help families. Okay, good to know. And do y'all take drop-ins? We do not take drop-ins. We have a very thorough three-step enrollment process, Mm -hmm. and we are very deliberate. I mean, we Mm -hmm. want to help people. And so we need to know as much as possible about 
their journey and their caregiver's journey to make sure we can meet their needs. Mm-hmm. So Tracy, I would love to see Amazing Place be the poster child for assistant living and memory care homes all across the U.S. It's my heart. Y'all set an extraordinary example of how our loved ones are to be treated with dementia. Do you know if any of your programs or services are being implemented in the surrounding assistant living or memory care homes? We get that question often. And as a day program, we structure our, our daily schedule in a different way than residential facilities. We are all about the activities and programs we deliver. We're not offering any residential care. So ours tends to be a much more vigorous program than you find in residential facilities. Having said that, we're designed for people mild to moderate who require that level of activity to stay engaged. So often when someone moves on to residential care, they may need less stimulation. That might be better for them. So there are a lot of great places out there doing wonderful work and they're all needed. Yes, absolutely. So have y'all considered expanding or opening assistant living or memory? We definitely have looked at expanding. So our founder, when he founded us 24 years ago, felt that there should be four locations in this massive city of Houston. So we have begun working on our second location called Amazing Place West. Oh, Um, that's exciting. I know. We're so excited about it. And since we're a nonprofit, we're in a campaign to raise the funds to eventually build that location. And we've been working on it for a while. And, you know, these things take a couple of years and we Mm -hmm. just can't wait to get started. When is it to be finished? We haven't actually broken ground yet. We're still raising the funds. All right. Um, Is there a place where the listeners can go and give? Absolutely. Amazingplacehouston.org is our website. And there you go. um, We are open and thrilled with any contributions. Okay, awesome. So would y'all ever consider an online presence so others can learn from y'all? Video teaching, others all over the world, like various resources, interactive classes, anything like that? We have definitely thought about it and are beginning to explore some opportunities for the future. We love our relationships with other programs around the country and in other parts of the world. And I think there's a lot of work for all of us to do to make our services available to those not in large cities. I'll look forward to that. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I understand that y'all have an extremely dedicated army of volunteers here at Amazing Place. And I think it's only fitting to pay tribute to all of your volunteers I know y'all are so, so grateful. We are so grateful. And Army is true. We we are just so thrilled with, I think last year we had over 600 volunteers and they gave the equivalent of, I think we're, she's finalizing the calculations now, but I think they gave up to the equivalent of eight full-time staff members in terms of their hours of service, which is extraordinary. Incredible. We could not do what we do without our volunteers. So when they're here, what is the ratio? You know, it depends where they're serving. And we offer opportunities to serve throughout our organization. So some serve in the kitchen with Chef Michael and others teach Bible study. We have many art teachers. We have administrative volunteers. I mean, they are throughout this building. So 
our director of volunteer services works very hard to help volunteers find a place that feeds their soul and mm-hmm. that where they feel like they're making a real contribution. And you probably have a lot of caregivers. Do you have some of them floating in and helping out as well? Actually, no. This is their time for respite. Oh, okay. So we want them to enjoy their time away, knowing their mm-hmm. loved one is safe and stimulated and mm-hmm. having a great day. We hope that they will go take care of the things they need to do to stay healthy mm-hmm. and on top of all the things in life they have to do. Yeah, it makes a whole lot of yeah. sense. So I've got to tell you, as a certified nutritionist, I'm extremely impressed with the culinary services here at Amazing Place. So we thought we'd invite, you just mentioned Chef Michael, to join us here in sharing his belief in serving nutritious, brain-healthy foods. Welcome, Chef Michael. Hey, Carrie. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for joining us here on the Healthy Brain Podcast. Great to see you. Great to see you. You know, I've got a chance to tour Amazing Place and meet you and all the amazing people who pour their hearts and souls in the ministry. But I wanted to specifically have you on the show because you've been such an instrumental part in caring for the well-being of the participants here with your nutritious foods and guidelines. So, Chef Michael, let's talk a little bit about a typical day here for you at Amazing Place. Maybe the preparation when you serve the meals and snacks and so forth. Chef Michael, we're so happy that you're here with us. Yeah. So now before we go, can y'all please share with our listeners one of the favorite stories about how your own life has been impacted here? or perhaps how you've been blessed by a participant with dementia. How about you, Tracy? Oh, gosh. I have to say I was here for 10 years working at Amazing Place, and then my mom was diagnosed with dementia. And I had lived through my grandmother's dementia, and then being in the field and experiencing it every day, I realized when my mom was diagnosed what a gift it was for me to have been here and to have learned and to have gleaned so much from our incredible team that I was able, and my mom moved in with us. And so I became my wonderful husband and I became hands-on caregivers. And so I was able to apply all the things that I had learned here and I also developed such a deep appreciation for the hands-on role of a caregiver doing the daily work. And it really has inspired me to this, these next 10 years to do everything we can to educate people so that their burden is lighter and, you know, they can be the best caregiver possible. So it's a very rewarding place to be and Mm -hmm. I'm just incredibly grateful for the opportunity to be here and to serve and then to be able to apply it in my own life. Thank you, Tracy. That is so heartfelt and encouraging to our listeners. Well, Tracy, Chef Michael, our time is about up, but I have one more question for you, Tracy, before we go. Many of our listeners have loved ones with some form of dementia, and I'm sure they're wishing and praying for a place like this in their own city. Do you have any suggestions as to where they might find a place of refuge? It depends on where they are, but the Alzheimer's Association across the country is a great resource. Many of the organizations, the Alzheimer's Association in these different towns will list 
day programs and memory care facilities, respite programs. So I consider them across the country just a great resource for respite. Don't be afraid to call on your family and friends to help if you don't have resources in your community. Two or three hour break can really make a difference. Mm -hmm. And so just don't isolate and don't remove yourself. Reach out to others. And that's really important. Oh, that's so good. Now, Tracy, I'd love for you to share with us where we can find the information on Amazing Place, the website, social media. Yes, our website is www.amazingplacehouston.org. We have a wonderful website filled with great information and resources. We are in the process of developing and will be launching a social media campaign within the next probably two months. So we're excited and Very exciting. we're gathering content right now. And I would say for someone with a computer and internet, there are a lot of resources out there and they may be able to find even some online support groups mm-hmm. through Facebook to try to connect to other caregivers. That's all good information. Thank you. So Tracy, Chef Michael, thank y'all so much for taking the time out of your busy schedules to visit with us. For 23 years, Amazing Place has been such a symbol of hope for many whose lives have been disrupted by dementia. And we appreciate you both and your service to those with dementia and the caregivers. Our hearts and prayers are with your incredible organization. And as you continue to make a huge positive impact in the lives of others here in this great city of Houston. Thank y'all for your service. Thank you, Carrie. This podcast is intended for educational purposes only and is not meant to replace personalized advice from your healthcare provider. If you have specific medical questions, please talk to a licensed medical professional.